Welcome to Genesis Metro Church. Happy Sunday, everyone. Happy Ugly Sweater Sunday, Ugly everyone. Sweaters, please post your pictures on social media and tag Genesis Metro with you and your families. Hopefully, you all have an ugly Christmas sweater to join us on our last Sunday before Christmas Eve. It's here. It's the week of Christmas. Yes. We're counting down five days till is. Christmas. And, you know, obviously... We're online again um, because we felt like it was the most prudent thing to do in order to be able to have Christmas Eve services, um, which, by the way, we already have our first two um, are full filling up, and the third one is at about 60%. Mm-hmm. So we have some news at the end. Um, we're going to try to have all environments and a mask-friendly uh, section so that we can accompany all people for this service. And so... Um, look forward to sharing that with you at the end of services. So as we get started today, hopefully you have your ugly sweater on and we have a couple of activities to start with. Are you ready? Yes. We're going to do a little like hum along basically and you have to guess, Tim has to guess the song that I'm humming and I have to guess the song that he's humming. And you get to guess online as we go. And then maybe you could play with your family when we're done. We'll see. I guess so. Who's going first? I mean, I'm, I'll go first. Okay, go. Being the more musically talented <laughs> person in our family. Oh, oh, boy. Ready? Ready. Okay. Ready. You can't do that. <laughs> All right. Little Trimmer Boy. You sound like a little bit like the Jim Carrey Grinch in the lair when he starts singing. You guys know what I mean? No. Kind of what he sounds like. People that know Christmas movies will know that scene. Yep. Okay, are you ready? I am. Beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Yes, very good. You, you thought you weren't going to get it. You picked a hard one. I picked a Christmas song. All right. Hmm. All right. All right. All right. I, I was going to go one way, but I'm deciding on the fly to go another way. Okay. The first Noel. Was to blah 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 blah. I know all the words to all six verses of that song. That's I'm sorry that you don't know it. It's sad. Sad. So it's that's just the, not in there. That's the Baptist dinner. It is. I got them all in there, man. All of them locked you in. You got your knuckles cracked by Santa if, if you, you didn't did know it. all six verses. That is well. true. That is very true. I challenge anyone that is watching this. Do you know? All six verses to Noel. I don't think you do. The first Noel is the name of the song, actually. Yeah, not first just Noel. Noel. Which we learned this week, it means birth, not night. Yes. I thought it was the first night. I that thought Jesus it meant peace, here. but it means birth. Yeah. Didn't know that. We first took a Christmas birth. quiz. Although, was it the first birth? I don't know. Anyway, are you ready for my second one? I guess. Mine's going to be more fun. You're going to get it right off. All right. Rudolph Unless Red Nose Reindeer. No. Okay. Do you want a hard one? Because yeah. I could go hard. Okay. Are you serious? Yeah. Can can you do it is the question. 
You can still hum it. You have to know the name of the song. It's uh, Carol the Bells. <laughs> How'd you know that? I know all things. Fine. <clears throat> we tie. We have a tie. All right. I'm going to give her a bonus one. All right. Are you ready? How much time is this? Five minutes? Oh, okay. We've got time. Um, okay. I'm going to go get out there. Okay. 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 Got it. I saw Mama kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. <laughs> that was my bonus. He wins. My plan worked to perfection. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so, as you guys know, we have been doing some fun festivities at Genesis Metro with white elephant gift exchanges every week and right now we're going to throw it to this week's finalist and i think we got some surprises oh there was it was a good week right here i tell you all right so we'll come back we'll see you in just a minute welcome this week to genesis metro church our latest sermon series is called the gift exchange as we go through the christmas season every week people are going to be bringing white elephant gifts from their house and we're going to show you the weekly finalist and reveal the winner. I can't wait to see every week Genesis Metronians' creativity that they're going to bring to this sermon series. I don't know what to expect, but sometimes you look at the sheer size of a monstrosity and you feel like somebody went the extra mile and possibly wrapped up one of their children. So, let's... Uh... This reminds me of a Christmas movie, babe, your favorite one. Oh my word. Oh my word. Wow. Hey. Um, is this Frank Shirley wrapped up? Huh? Hardy, it's Hardy. Stop right you there. You use your, your razor nails. Yeah, girl. Slide this. that open. Boom. I have some experience opening <laughs> Amazon boxes, apparently. Alright. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ever seen that video? <laughs> There's a million of these in the basket. <laughs> what is it? Oh, it's um Power Ranger suit. Oh gosh! Oh, gosh. Ruin the reveal. Oh, I'm so excited! Oh gosh! Wow! Ready? Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus. It's Santa! Santa! Oh, oh, oh! Is that like a crash test dummy? This is Children of the Corn. This is, this is, this is Chucky without a face. This oh, is, gosh. This, this is 2020's mascot. You'll see. She's crying. She is definitely crying. So we'll just read the headline from the back here, Jill. What's this oh, book gosh. say? Uh, celebrating 10 years, whole decade, <clears throat> of aphrodisiac cooking. Here, let me... Whoa, whoa. Okay, you know what? You can um, just... Here's the back of it. But the front is not really camera appropriate. appropriate. Nope. So we're just going to lay that back down. But you know what? Somebody could use this for sure. This could be someone's yep. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Maybe the gift that keeps on giving. I don't know. Are you into Christmas spirit this year, Timmy? Yes. He is. I love it. A NASCAR. NASCAR. 
stained NASCAR suit. You got better than I'll put it on. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Oh, let me jacket you, sir. Little baby Jordan. Little baby Jordan. He's my friend to the end. What does it say? I didn't even see it. Well. Buddy, uh, this gift is the also the gift that keeps on giving. You're sponsored by Viagra. What song is this? Everybody sing along! In a one horse open sleigh, o'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Ha ha ha! Bells on bobtails ring, making spirits ride. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleigh song tonight. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Hey! Well, 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 wasn't that an interesting video this week? Throw that thing away. Oh my gosh. Y'all, seriously, you know what? Don't give our church the task. Don't give Genesis Metro the task of bringing kooky, wacky gifts because yeah. they will rise to the occasion and just far exceed the expectations or the lines. I just like that we're all about <laughs> healthy marriages during this Christmas season, whether it's in the kitchen it's fine. or on the NASCAR right. racetrack. I mean, so many, so I many mean, things. So either, this week, either way. the winner... The winner. It's clearly the jacket. Yeah, the jacket. But there were, listen, there NASCAR. were some honorable mention gifts yes. that, that weren't on the video that were also, like, very impressive. Top notch. Very impressive. So uh, we'll be giving you all a little honorable mention this week. But yeah. the uh, Life-size Santa was, was really close. But, I mean, the reveal, the fact that T-Sal and I didn't realize... Exactly what was on the mm. jacket. Everybody behind the camera was like doing this thing. And I was like, what? I was like, what? If you go back and watch, I'm like, huh, what? Huh? Then I look over and I'm like, T Sal's like. He had no idea. That was the funniest thing to me. Yeah. Also, there was like a 2020 vaccine that was turned in or something. That was pretty funny. Yes. Someone gave us a syringe filled with an unknown liquid. It was a giant syringe. Turned out it was Gatorade. Right. Um, but. I didn't know what it was, what but it, it said COVID-19, um, like, vaccine on right. it. And I was like, oh, clever, clever. Right. So, anyway, you ones. guys did an incredible job. We are thinking we might make this an annual tradition. So, looking forward to that possibility even next year. So, so everybody will be kind of engaged yeah. um, during the Christmas season. Well, as you guys know, we've been covering the gift exchange and can't wait for Christmas Eve. But this week, we're going to be covering the lead-up to next week's great, great services, um, Saving Christmas. Oh, I man. I mean, Saving Christmas. Can't we're wait to save Christmas on Thursday. Um, but today, we're going to be talking about the story of Mary and how Mary miraculously conceived uh, the child that would be the Son of God, would be the hope of the world. And I think that 
all of us, as we were going through and kind of planning out uh, this week's sermon, that we can, we can relate that yeah. there's a lot of things in this story that I think were unexpected. Mm, absolutely. And I think yeah. that uh, Mary never dreamed oh. that her year was going to go the way that it did. Hmm. And she was, you know, in the midst of a, what she thought was going to be the best time of her life. Um, up at this point, getting ready to get married. And so I think that this story is going to teach us a lot about God's plan. That's It's bigger than what we might be anticipating. And that how do we interact? That's the big idea this week. Like, how do you interact when God's plan interferes and interrupts your personal life? And I think that that this message at the end is going to give us a lot of hope in a year that I think is is very similar. I mean, this year has been full of unexpected. I mean, I think we thought this COVID thing was going to last a few weeks, and then you realize we're here. It's that started. In, this all started in March. You guys here for us, and it's December. It's the end of December, and we're going to go sell right into twenty one with this thing. So it's it's really defined the year, but it completely and totally, I would say, hit us all like a semi truck. Yeah, I, might I, hit you. I think one of the words I was thinking about is uh, claustrophobic. Mm. Is that, you know, to me, COVID, Mm -hmm. you know, when you think about quarantine, I know a lot of people that have had to quarantine and they're, they start feeling like their house, which used to be a place of retreat. (laughs) Right. Oh, I want to go home so I can just rest and be off my feet. I've been working all day. I just want to, now you're trapped. Right. And so it's like COVID and all the other things, political, all the things have kind of confined us. And I think that there's a lot of situations that have caused us to feel entrapped where we don't have flexibility and our adaptability has been challenged. So whenever you find yourself in that situation, I think that this story literally defines how that we can start interpreting the data around us, provided that we're choosing God's will for our lives. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the parallels of of what we're dealing with and Mary's story, what you start to see is, I mean, maybe God is just like, just giving us this as a little gift because there are so many things that hit them sideways in this. Yeah. The the thing that I noticed about Mary that we'll get into in just a moment and the question that we can kind of ask ourselves is, how cool is it that God allows us the privilege of participating in his plan? I mean, Mary, mm. we're going to read through this story. It was unexpected, but she got to she got to be in the plan and yeah. she got to do what God's will was. And so we want that for every person that's watching this, that you have the opportunity. God gives us all breath and space to operate, to participate in his plan. And it's an incredible privilege. And we're going to find out we got to work through all the uncomfortabilities in order to get into that unprecedented opportunity that God has for us. So without further ado, let's get into Luke chapter one. All right, we're going to, I'm going to read a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're in verse 26, Luke 1, 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent, and we're starting with Elizabeth. Elizabeth is Jesus's aunt, all right? Right. So there's going to be two pregnancies that are miraculous in this story, John the Baptist and Jesus. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph a descendant of David. Mm. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, 
You who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Ooh. I mean, how would you like to be greeted like that? Oh, we're going to get into that. That's good stuff. Mary was greatly troubled, interesting, at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. Hmm. But the angel said to her, don't be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call his name Jesus. He'll be great. It will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Point mm. number one, the privilege of participation. Yeah. I think that we see that Mary had mixed emotions. Yeah. You kind of alluded to that. Mm-hmm. Speak more about that, about how she was like, well, how can this be? Well, here's the angel who's clearly excited about this whole thing, right? So right. the angel seems excited. Like, I just imagine the angel's perspective. Yeah. Well, first of all, what kind of situation occurs that an angel who's been around and saw God fling the stars in the sky, create the universe, speak like breath into man and raise him up and cast Lucifer out of the... He's seen it all. And so what do you, what do you think that an angel gets excited about? And yet here this angel is with an exclamation point. Yeah. Mary. Mary, Mary, hey, it's you, Mary. Mary. Yeah, it's it's like it's like the angel is finally. It's like they're almost like a celebrity crush, Man. like a little starstruck. Like Mary, it's you. It's the one that God highly favors you. Well, and, and, and I think the angels have some obviously some insight that maybe there's even like a. I've been waiting on this. Yeah, like oh, ooh, like they've been looking forward to this yeah. for millennia. Now it's finally coming. It's finally here because the angels get excited about what God gets excited oh, about. Yeah kind of a callback to last week's message. Yeah. And so here he is, this angel is excited, and he tells Mary that she is highly favored. Mm. And oddly, she doesn't know what to make of that. And I think that a lot of times we have the same types of reactions. She's a little taken aback. Yeah, when, well, when people, if, if someone comes up and says, hey, you know, I just want to bless you. I think our first reaction is like, why? What? I, I don't feel like I've done anything oh, to deserve it. Mm-hmm. And man... I think that's the whole point of favor. Favor is not fair. Favor, favor is not fair. No. That's it's a good it, phrase. Tweet that. Favor ain't fair, baby. Can I get an amen in the stream? Mm. Yeah, it's not about like the fairness of God. We never want the fairness of God. We want the oh. favor of God. Yeah. And he's saying, Mary, you've been chosen. And because your obedience is coming into direct connection with God's plan and favor, now you have the opportunity to walk out this plan that God has for your life. And so why is it important for you to be walking in obedience today? Because you want God's favor to be on your life tomorrow. And man, when those two worlds intersect, obedience and God's favor, and that's available for every person that's watching this. That's the, that's mm-hmm. the beauty of participation is that everyone it's an even playing field. Everyone gets the chance to say yes to God and get to participate in his incredible plan. What's cool about this is that what, what, we're, what we just read is what the angel is saying to Mary, right? The angel's excited and coming in and greeting Mary. And all we hear of Mary right now is what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. So we get this inside look into what, we're, what she's feeling, what she's thinking. But we don't, she hasn't said anything yet, but it says she's greatly troubled. So inside, God has given us that little look like when you read a book and you get to see all the things that are inside someone's brain, but then you see the movie of it. Mm. And you don't get all that insight. What we get in this is like Mary was already like, what? Like, 
wait, what is this? What's happening? And the next little section, what we get is Mary starts to ask some questions. Yeah, let's which do is, it. Which is interesting. So she's like, well, how can this be? She asked the angel. So remember, the angel has just said, I mean, made this declaration to You're Mary. You're going to give birth to the, <gasps> the Savior of the world. The Son of God, world. all his kingdom will reign forever and ever. Amen. And I think that we have a view oftentimes of biblical characters where they're always like, yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. I was thinking... <laughs> You know, I was going to get married first and then have the savior of the world, but... Mm. I just think all the things were probably running through her yeah. brain. Like, whoa, 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 But they're human. They, right. they, they have questions. They, they have... Right. They're confused. And that's what's great about God. And, so, and I, I was talking to a church member this week that was, you know, reading some, some Proverbs. And he asked me a question about God's word being nourishment for our bodies and healing for our bodies. Hmm. And, and how does that even work? And... I think those are questions that God welcomes. You know, he welcomes the questions. But what does she ask? She says, how can this be? How will this be since I'm a virgin? Basically, like... It's impossible. It's it's humanly impossible that I am pregnant. There's no way that I'm pregnant. And point number two, segue, is getting ready to be before Carrie reads the next verses. You got questions? God has answers. Mm, Okay. Mm. Funny you should ask, Mary. The angel says... Funny you should ask. She's like, all right, here's the deal. The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you, okay? And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Mm. She reiterates his name, which I think is something. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she, who was said to be unable to conceive, is in her sixth month. So Promise is already on the way. In case you didn't know, Elizabeth is six months pregnant. And everybody thought she was never going to have a baby. So God's already doing the impossible. It's an extra sermon. Yeah, it is. Is that... He's, blessings on top of blessings. Mm. I think that the women have a shirt that says that. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Mm-hmm. Last phrase that the the angel says, no word from God will ever fail. Mm. It's almost like this exclamation point is delivered to Mary. Like, you can take this to the bank. Take it to the bank. This is exactly the way it's going to go down because God already said it. And his words don't fail. They come through. Man, if you want a, a verse to build your life on, to build your parenting on, to build yeah. your marriage on, to build your business on, that... No word from God will ever fail. Why do we constantly preach God's word? Why do we constantly share the definition of success of Genesis Metro is life change in response to God's word. That if you don't start your relationship on a word, then how could you know that it's not going to fail? If you don't start your business on a word, if you don't start college or your career on a word, if you don't start your parenting on a word, then there's going to be insecurity, bottom mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. But if you start it on a word that's a firm foundation, then just like the parable, when the storms come, that foundation was able to stand mm-hmm. up in the midst mm-hmm. of the storm. So here... They're coming to this conclusion. The angel is telling her, you got questions? How can this be? He says, because this is the promise. This is the word that Mm -hmm. God is giving to you. And so we saw a couple of of things in this story that we want to bring out this time. Yeah, so Mary is asking the questions, and she's like, I just don't understand how this is going to work. It it is... 
and and she's defining it by human terms. The angel, just like Tim said, is trying to get across to her that this is really more in God's lane of like this mm. is this is God's uh, this is God's story to be written. So he's going to take over now. It's not going to make sense humanly possible. It's not going to make sense. But then we go into and what we see is that Mary Mary is given the space to ask those questions yeah. because God, I believe God chose Mary. Because he, obviously he knows, but he created her, right? So he created her heart. He knew that her faith was going to be strong enough. He knew that he was going to equip her for that. And so then what we see is that Mary goes in, there's this beautiful part where, yes, Mary has questions, but underlying all those questions, like Tim said, because her faith is strong, because she's already seen God work, she believes God. She's believing. She believes God. She believes that God has sent this angel, so she believes the angel because the angel's speaking on behalf of God. And though she has questions, she's ready to walk in whatever God has for her. And that's the cool part. And that's the application for us is that, you know, whenever God is pushing you forward, there's always going to be an uncomfortable space. Yeah. There's always going to be questions that you might have. Um, I know that, uh, you know, when we moved down here to <laughs> start Genesis Metro Church, there's so many questions yeah. about, you know, we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know how to do it. And God was pushing us into this uncomfortable space. So the tension that you have to solve and the balance that you have to have is that it's okay to have questions, but for the Christian, for the believer, for the follower of Jesus— that that faith has to supersede those questions. And so you're like, okay, God, I don't know how you're going to do this, but I'm believing that you can, even though I might not understand how you're going to do it. And this is actually a motif that is thrown throughout the pages of the Bible. And we had a couple of examples of that. Yeah, there's so many things where we see God's plans are bigger than ours. There's a great verse. We we, we used to have it as a mantra, and, and we talk about it a lot. It's, it's Ephesians 3.20 that says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly further than you can ever imagine or think or ask. I mean, it just keeps... It's bigger. It's bigger and bigger than anything you can imagine. Another great one is, uh, No eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has planned for you, for those who love him. That's in 1 Corinthians. And then you had a couple that you really liked. Yeah, Luke... 1827 said what is impossible for man is possible for God that's good and in Revelation uh, chapter 3 verse 7 says when God opens a door no man can close it Mm. and so you take the totality of those four verses and you just have to believe this and here is a word for you guys going into 2021 is that God's plan for you it's bigger than what you're thinking. It's 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 bigger than what you could comprehend. And I know that you don't know how God is going to do it. I imagine that in this crazy year that you didn't see it going like this. And we're gonna wrap this up in just a moment and answer some of those questions. But just know this, that that it's with God, right? It's not about with your strength. It's not about you know what you can conceive in your mind. It is what is possible with God. So Mary's saying, how is this possible? Physically, I'm, I've never been with a man. I'm a virgin. And God's saying, yeah. So in human terms, impossible. Right. But in God terms, completely possible. I wonder if there's someone sitting out there watching this today that you're trying to think how to solve your problem in the physical realm. And God is saying, right. with me, It's possible. No, with you, it may be impossible. But if you would add me to the equation, man, 
that could set someone free. Absolutely. Because that door could be feeling like it's Mm. closed and you are like, I imagine a person that's trying to crack the code in one of those movies, you know, where they got to get inside the safe and they're, they're sitting there and fumbling and you know, the clock is running down or the, the time bomb's getting ready to go off. And man, the, the, the truth is we can't crack the code. We can't, we can't get inside the safe, but if God puts one finger against that door and mm. wants to open it, wow. it opens. Yep. And once he opens it, no man can close it. Wouldn't you want to walk in God's favor versus trusting in your own strength? Man, I think that is powerful. Let's go to the point number three. There is a promise inside of you, just like there was for these two women. Oh, you got to read it. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. All right, we're going to get to verse 38 here. I'm the Lord's servant, Mary answered. So remember, she asked the question. The angel answered it with, okay, this is a God answer. It's not going to make sense to you, but here it is. Nothing God ever does is ever going to fail. And Mary's response to that is, I am the Lord's servant. May your word be fulfilled to mm, me. There it is. Woo. Life change in response to God's word. Yep. Her winning. whole thing shifted. So at that time, then Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea. So she went on a little trip where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. Zechariah and Elizabeth are married. So she's going to see her cousin. Side point. Whenever you got good news. You want to share it with people you love, with your family and your friends. Yep. So she's like, I got to go. I told them, They didn't have like, you know, Instagram. They didn't have phones. They oh. couldn't like just update each other they quickly. Couldn't text. This is back when we were raised. You got to get on your horse and ride it to the next town. Or just walk if you didn't. We're you rich did, enough yeah. to own a horse. Yeah. It's a pregnant woman walking. How long do you think it took her? Who knows? That's a great trivia question. What's the, what was the journey from Galilee to Judea? I'm, I'm going to say 17 miles. No, it's probably like three. But it would take 17 days. To walk it. I don't know. Ooh, that would take a while. So anyway, she goes to Elizabeth's house. Now, this is the cool part. Okay. Are we getting into this? Oh, yeah, we're getting into it. Oh, I love this part. When she goes in the house, it says, when Elizabeth heard Mary's voice, like she was like, hey, Elizabeth. All right, you be Mary, I'll be Elizabeth. Okay. Hey, Elizabeth, it's me. So what he just did. Was that the baby moving? In That's your what it feels like to have a baby kick <laughs> no, no, inside stop. of your stomach. Or a kidney stone. <laughs> or a kidney stone. I had we... several of those. Mm-hmm. The doctor told him the kidney stone was worse than a woman having a baby. I'm just so saying, I feel like, if you that rewind out. that, look at that. That's the baby kicking. Okay. Mm. So, but the baby kicking does not feel like birth. FYI. No, no, okay. it doesn't. I just felt it in Clarifying. there. Clarifying. Gotcha. So it says when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting at the door that the baby that she was carrying leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. So it was like God gave her an understanding yeah. of what was going on. It's like he beamed a message in and now <laughs> she's got to like say it. And all the way down to the baby. So here comes here comes Elizabeth like through the house. She hears Mary's voice. She gets to the front and she says, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child that you're bearing. But why am I so favored that the mother of the Lord would come to me? As soon as the sound of your voice reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill the promise he made to her. Now, this is before Mary tells her. So it's like... All she said is hello. See the the confirmation is that like God gave Mm. Mary a word about Elizabeth, and then God gives Elizabeth a word about Mary, mm. and then as soon as Mary walks in, 
the word that she was given is confirmed that the baby leaps in Elizabeth's womb. And then God gives her a word and says, hey, I already know that you are favored among women above all because you are going to give birth to the Lord. And it's like, boom. Sermon point number three. There is a promise inside of you. That is the hope that I want to give you. That um, if I gave a sub point here, it would be in a year of the unexpected for Mary, God was able to do the unprecedented. Mm -hmm. She thought, you know, and I think a lot of girls, what do they dream of? Oh, you dream of being married and having your baby and two and a half kids. You dream of your wedding day. Yeah. It's like, you know, I learned this through being married now for many years. It's like girls will write their name out like, you know, oh, look, it'll be Carrie Bourne, B-O-U-R-E. Exactly. You know, and they all these weird things that guys do not do. And <laughs> so true. In the year that was supposed to be her amazing year, uh, God is interrupting it. And it's so unexpected. And I think that a lot of us get frustrated when things are unexpected and we get upset and we might even get angry. I know that at every level of Genesis Metro, it has been like having a different baby, right? <laughs> yes. It's like the child, the, the church was born 18 years ago. And then it was like, how do you get into a school where we have services? And then it was like, how do you get from that school to this better school? And then how do you get from that school to this building? And, and in 2020, we thought, oh, we're getting ready to give birth to a new building. And then God was like, unexpected, bam, pandemic. And so, man, if you're not careful, you can start to get frustrated. But but what if the unexpected is preparing you for the unprecedented? What if there's a promise inside of you and that you're going to carry that to term and then you're going to give birth to opportunities? John the Baptist was the child of Elizabeth and he was the forerunner. He was the one that was going to point out. He was the introduction Mm -hmm. to the feature film. And then Jesus was the finale, the savior of the world. And I guarantee you that if you will follow after God, there's a promise inside of you, whether it's John, that you're going to be the the segue, that's Christmas. You might be the inviter of those that are going to come Thursday or going to watch online for our Christmas Eve service, or you might be literally the gospel presenter Um, It reminds me of the book of Acts where it says that Paul planted Apollos water, but God gave the increase. That we all have a part to play. That's exciting. Oh, that's so exciting. And that's the hope that we have. Like you use the word that God is going to do, like in all of the unexpected things, God's going to do something unprecedented. And I think I've heard that word more this year than ever before. It's been an unprecedented year. But let's put that in God's God's defining terms. Let's let it be that God is defining something unprecedented and he's going to just drop something amazing. Let's look at it that way. Let's put that scope on it instead of saying it in a like, oh, it's been an unprecedented year. I just don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. You know what? We, we do know what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to walk in what God has for us and we're going to just wait for him to open it up because just like you said, when he opens up a door, no man can close it. That's so right. that's what I'm looking for. That's the hope I'm ready for. I am so glad that you guys tuned in today. I hope this message was encouraging for you. Um, We're going to wrap it up at this time. And 
a uh, couple of things that we want to make mention of. Number one. Well, they have the angel tree gifts are due today. So if you still have your angel tree gift, you can drop those off at the church anytime today, but we do need them today. There is a massive bin right outside the main doors. If you will email us to let us know your gift is coming. Info we, at genesismetro.org. We'll be picking those up regularly throughout the day so they won't sit there too long. So please bring those because this week those families are all going to be blessed and that is amazing. That's right. Thank you so much for your generosity. Yes. Genesis Metro is generous. Um, the second one, obviously, is Christmas Eve is coming. The big show. We got three services um, at 3, 4.30, and 6 p.m. If you have not RSVP'd, please do so. And the big announcement that we were saving is that we are going to have a mask-only section in the 6 p.m. service. We wanted to create that opportunity um, for those that um, are either compromised or have anxiety about that issue. And so you'll be ushered in the building to your level of desire of participation. Mm -hmm. You can either be ushered to your seat um, on the mask side, which will be the right side as you enter the sanctuary, or you can hang out in the commons with your mask on. All the staff um, and workers will have their mask on. And then you can go in um, when everybody else goes in. We will give you that option. So we're excited to offer that. And it's something we're going to be looking at uh, going forward in January as well, trying to accommodate as many people as possible. But we also know it is, it's super hard um, for us to regulate everything. And so we just ask that you, you do have... Um, some level of patience and adaptability. And if there's any way that, that we can serve your family, we want to do so. Um, as many of you know, there's been a lot of COVID in the area. Mm -hmm. It's hitting our schools. It's hitting our local businesses. And so if you know someone that has COVID, our church would love the opportunity to serve that family, pray for that family. We've been dropping gift packages off. And if your family has been touched by that, we would love to be able to serve your family that way. You can just simply, again, email us at info at genesismetro.org, and we will get a care package in the mail to your family. Also, for those of you that are joining us online, we have a text to connect number. Our connection team would love to answer any questions. If you're planning on coming and you have a question you want answered before Christmas Eve, please do not hesitate to ask and our connection team will follow up. And then all of our members have the opportunity to give through this link, text to give. Your donations make a difference. Sometimes people ask about end of the year donations and if you would like to do that in any way, shape or form that you want to, please let us know and we'll make sure that we get that in before the close of year. And so thank you guys so much. We are looking forward to Christmas Can't Eve. Wait. Invite a friend. It's going to be amazing.